Hello, and thanks for tuning in to Hand to Hand in the Trenches, a missionary story podcast. I'm Caleb Hickam. And I'm Kimberly Croker. And we are your hosts for this episode of Hand to Hand. Hand to Hand is a ministry outreach of Charity Baptist Tabernacle in Amarillo, Texas. And Hand to Hand is a missionary story podcast that tells the true stories of Christians around the world who have hazarded their lives for the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Hand to Hand in the Trenches. This is the first episode of season number two. Woo woo. I know, right? I know. We didn't know if this was going to happen. I'm (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. I know. I'm excited. And today we will be starting the story of Zian Wildcat Morell, who was one of the first Baptist preachers in the great state of Texas. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm excited about this one. Me too. I think it'll be good. It's going to be great. Okay, Kim, so uh, first off, you said his name was ZN. So what's his real name? That is an excellent question, and I don't actually have the answer for it. What good are you? (laughs) Good question. No, really, some sources say that his name was Zenus. But most sources say that his name was Zachariah Nehemiah Morell. Since we know that he was raised in a Christian home, I think, to me, it makes more sense to presume that his parents gave him the biblical name Zechariah rather than Zenos, which comes from the Book of Mormon. Not to mention that Zechariah just sounds way better. It does sound better. I like it. Okay. Anyway, so I personally agree. And that's what I figure his name was as well. But we know for sure that his friends just called him Zian or Wildcat, which was a nickname that he was given because of his animated style of preaching. I I think I would have liked him. I am sure. (laughs) Yeah. Zian Morell was born on January the 17th of 1803 in South Carolina but his family moved to Tennessee when he was 13 years old. We don't know exactly when Zian got saved, but we do know that by the time he was 18 or 19 years old, he was already a Baptist preacher in Tennessee. Liam, are you going to go hear that young Baptist preacher over at the Brush Arbor meeting on Saturday night? Absolutely. That kid sure can shuck the corn. When Zian became a Baptist preacher, he was all in. He usually preached an average of one sermon every day for over nine years. He would have to swim rivers in every kind of weather to keep all of his appointments all over the state of Tennessee. But all of the traveling and preaching in that inclement weather 
took its toll on Zian's health. By 1834, Zian would have only been about 31 years old, Zian was suffering from hemorrhaging of the lungs, or tuberculosis, which causes severe bleeding in the lungs and coughing up blood. Zian's doctors recommended that he move to a drier climate farther south. <coughs> well, Doc, what's the verdict? You have a hemorrhage of the lungs, and it's very serious. I highly recommend that you move south for the sake of your health. But what about the churches here in Tennessee? What about my preaching ministry? In all honesty, preacher... I suggest you cease your preaching for at least a few years. Your lungs are much too weak for it at this time. <clears throat> I, I will never stop preaching, but I will try to take it easier. You'd better. If you don't, it'll kill you. Don't forget, you've got a wife and four children to think about. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. But further south, I don't know where I could go. I reckon I could go down the Mississippi way... I know of a few communities that need a Baptist church there. Well, that would be better than nothing, but I recommend even further south than that. Have you ever thought of going to Texas? Texas? Why would I go to Texas? Isn't that part of Mexico? Isn't it under control of that old Roman Catholic whore of revelation? <clears throat> I've heard of Baptists being fiercely persecuted down there. Why, it's illegal... To be anything but a Catholic down there. That may be, but Americans are moving there in large numbers now. Many believe the United States will purchase Texas from Mexico before long, and statehood will soon follow. I'm telling you, now is the time to go to Texas, buy land, and be established there so that when statehood comes, those who live there already will be set to take political positions in the new government. Why, I'm planning to move there myself next year. Well, that's fine for you, Sawbones, but I ain't no politician. I'm just a Baptist preacher, and I reckon I'll go down to Mississippi. Suit yourself, but I'm telling you, my boy, Texas is the land of opportunity. So, Zian Morell moved with his wife and four children to Yalabusha County, Mississippi, where he continued preaching and helped to start three new churches. Honey, you told the doctor you would try to ease up in your preaching ministry. Your health is not improving. You're coughing blood even worse than you were back in Tennessee. <clears throat> I know, babe, I know. It's just, I just can't not preach. I try not to, but I feel like the prophet Jeremiah. His word was in mine heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones. On the first Sunday in December of 1835, which was a cold and drizzling evening, Zian preached and administered baptism in a nearby creek. Then, Zian returned home. When he got home, he was surprised to see some of his old friends from Tennessee who had stopped to visit him on their way to Texas. Yes, there were two young lawyers, Mr. Chester and Mr. Hayes, who were both related to President Andrew Jackson, and two close friends, Brother Moore and Brother Hunt, who were deacons of the first two churches that Zian had ever started 
And then lastly, there was ZN's doctor, Dr. Butler. Why, hello, old friends. Hello there, preacher. It's good to see you again, pastor. Well, preacher, I can see you've made up your mind to preach yourself into an early grave, to orphan your children and widow your wife. What are you doing? A man with your poor health out preaching and baptizing in the rain like this. Your clothes are soaking wet. Tell me, have you already purchased a cemetery plot? I'm sorry, Doc. I know you're right. I must think more about my health for my family's sake. Yes, and for the gospel's sake, too. I understand that you have a fire in your bones, but you've also got blood in your lungs. If you die before your time, there may be many souls you could reach that you'll never even meet. The conversation then turned to Texas. We're on our way there now to examine the country and see about establishing a colony. We've heard that the area around the falls of the Brazos would be a desirable location for a colony. Well, what about the Mexican oppression there? Well, Mr. Chester and Mr. Hayes are both nephews by marriage to President Andrew Jackson. They have seen a letter the president wrote in which he indicated he wants to purchase Texas from Mexico, which means an end of the tyranny of priestcraft. That's interesting. Yes, and lots of people from old Tennessee are moving to Texas. You already know that our former governor and your old friend Sam Houston is in Texas. And since losing re-election, our congressman, Colonel Davy Crockett, is left for Texas as well. Oh, yeah. I met old Colonel Crockett many times. So, he's in Texas now, too? Yes, sir, he is. I've been hearing talk about a revolution starting in Texas a few months back. Yes, it's true. Why, as we speak, the Texans are capturing San Antonio from the Mexican government. Why, the war is almost over. Independence is just a matter of time now. Preacher, I'll ask you again. Why don't you come with us and see Texas for yourself? Even if you decide not to move there, the trip would be good for your health. Let me talk to my family about it. That night, Zian and his family talked it over, and Zian decided to go and see Texas for himself. So, two days later, Zian and his friends were on their way to Texas. When they arrived at the Sabine River in Louisiana, they took the ferry across into Texas. Some in their group were a little disgusted with the people of Texas because there were a lot of criminals in Texas at that time. People who had run away from the United States to escape justice. But Zian met a few Christians and even a few Baptists there. And besides all that, the criminals needed to hear the gospel. Remember, boys. Jesus said, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. The climate of Texas was very agreeable to Zian, and his health improved rapidly. Also, they heard that the Texans had captured San Antonio, and most of the soldiers believed the war was almost over. As a matter of fact, most of the soldiers were going home after a three-month campaign leaving only a few men under Lieutenant Colonel William Barrett Travis, 
to guard the old Mexican fort at San Antonio, which was called the Alamo. They were all amazed at the incredible amount of wildlife in Texas, such as the buffalo, antelope, and deer. They were also impressed with the fertile soil of Texas, some of which they knew would be great farmland. When they arrived at the Little River, which was creatively named Little River, they met a large group of about 40 men from Tennessee who were also looking for land. One of the men was a Baptist deacon from the Baptist Church in Nashville, Tennessee, and an old friend of Zian Morrell. Why, hello, Brother Morrell. I never expected to see our old cane break preacher again till I got to heaven. I heard you died with a hemorrhage of the lungs. <laughs> nope, not yet. Matter of fact, Texas seems to agree with me. Feel like a new man. Well, praise the Lord. In that case, why don't you uh, preach to us tonight after supper? So, Zian preached his first sermon in Texas around a campfire on the 13th of December in 1835. After much prayer and meditation, Zian came to the conclusion that his health would not allow him to preach the gospel in Tennessee or Mississippi. And there was a tremendous need for the gospel in Texas. He decided to return to the States and get his family and move lock, stock, and barrel back to Texas. On the way back to the States in January of 1836, Zian and Deacon Hunt stopped in the old town of Nacogdoches, Texas. It was an election day, and there was a large number of Americans, Mexicans, and Indians from several different tribes in town. As Zian got off of his mule, he looked around at all of those people, and he decided to preach to them. Nearby, he saw the foundation of a building waiting to be built, which had only the foundation complete, no floor and no walls. He decided this foundation would serve very well as seats, so he chose one corner to use as a pulpit, stood on it, and held up his watch in his hand, and he cried out, as loud as he could. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Everybody that wants to buy without money and without price, come this way. Then he began to sing. Am I a soldier of the cross, a follower of the Lamb? And shall I fear to own his cause or blush to speak his name? Sure, I must fight if I would raid, increase my courage, Lord. I'll bear the toil, endure the pain, supported by thy word. Before the song was over, a large crowd of curious onlookers had gathered around him. So he prayed and began to preach from Isaiah chapter 35. The Bible says in Isaiah 35.1, The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them, and the desert shall rejoice and blossom as the rose. 
We find ourselves today in a physical wilderness, but I tell you, many of you are in a spiritual wilderness. Many of you before me today, your soul is in a desert. Oh, but friend, I beseech you to come to Christ. He will give you the living water. The sermon was very well received, and Zian knew for sure that God was calling him to Texas. From there, they took the steamboat and made their way back through Tennessee to Mississippi. Zian and his family began making preparations for the move to Texas. Well, I think that's a pretty good place to stop for this week. But I believe that next week we'll be talking about Zian and his family's move to Texas, as well as the Texas Revolution and the Battle of the Alamo. That's right. We hope you will all listen, but until then, we want to finish with a Bible verse. Hebrews 11, verse 8. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whither he went.